tonight on the Midnight Train Podcast. What is Area 51? Where exactly is it? Why does Facebook want us to storm Area 51 and be mowed down with machine guns and drones and bombs and blood and death and millions of souls all for alien proof? So, click the volume to 11. It's time to start the show. Midnight Train. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. All aboard! Hello out there and welcome to another amazing, just just titillating episode of The Midnight Train. I am your host, Jonathan Sayer, and with me, as always, is my buddy, Jeff Robuchko. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? I, it's been a rough uh, couple hours here. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been odd. Yeah, <laughs> a little uh, technical difficulties and, uh, you know, how EM, your EMP-isms uh, are, yeah. I think... Yeah blowing up stuff yeah for for those of you out there that don't know um all of my friends that actually know me uh, basically call me a human emp because anything electronic is going to break around me at some point in time it doesn't matter what it is it's going to break but you know okay sada, sada. it never fails all right and also with us is the one and only riley how are you today sir i'm good how are you guys oh you can actually hear yeah riley you guys can today. hear me now wow he has a I, don't voice. Know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad you're gonna switch me back next week, I'm sure. No, that's good. That's good that we can actually hear you. Um so yeah, so we're back. Um Jeff, how was your weekend other than hot? Yeah, it was ridiculously hot, but um, you know, I'll get into it a little bit. I did watch some amazing documentaries that I'd like to give a shout out to cool, here in a it. little bit. But yeah. um other than that, it was good. How was yours? I, you guys went on a Sam Sox adventure, didn't you? Well, funny story. So it was our uh, family um vacation. Or not vacation, sorry. It was our family uh, reunion, and you know, down in the hills of West Virginia. And we've talked about Sam Socks before. He's a legend. Yeah, he's kind of like the legend. We should totally get like a picture of him in here as our right. mascot. Um, but what's funny is that so we were in, you know, riding around with my dad as he's showing us around everywhere, and I started talking about it, and my dad like reaffirmed everything to Riley. About Sam Socks? About Sam Socks. Ooh. He's like, he's like, well, I never seen him. He's like, but Garnet, and and he just starts listing off everybody else and my grandmother and everything, and they're all talking about Sam Socks, this legless cat that has red eyes and floats. I don't know. I mean, that that sounds like the ultimate monster right there. I, I'm pretty sure that that would be the scariest movie ever made if we recreated or made a Sam Socks documentary, is what we should do. I mean, they're all over Netflix. Why don't we put one up there? We should totally do that. Let's let's. In fact, again, if you guys want to go fund our little projects, <laughs> we'll always we'll do a Kickstarter. For yes, it. we'll always. You know, we're we're always looking for new ideas and new projects and endeavors to get into. Right, Riley? 
Yeah, we'll take your money. Right. <laughs> I mean, and do something with it. Oh, though. absolutely. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we're not just going to take your money. I mean, that's just crazy. So, or will we? We'll accept yeah. it. At least. We definitely want to thank everybody for you know listening this week. Um, so this week's episode is actually the first of a four-part series that we are going to do. Can about we say miniseries? Sure. I've always wanted to have like a four-part miniseries it's, it's a four in my life, miniseries. you know, other but than see, a Stephen King But thing. see, miniseries are supposed to be like little clippets of one big thing where this is like, well, I guess this is kind of a miniseries. Technically, the I, YouTube I guess video will be 15-minute yeah. clips. So. so in saying that, Jeff, first of all, what is the overall idea of these four episodes? What what are we? What's the main idea and the main thing we're talking about? So the main... The main uh, capsule if you will is conspiracy theories right and i'm if i'm not mistaken we're going to take the most extravagant or popular talked about conspiracy theories correct of not all time but our time basically so what's funny about going down this rabbit hole which i was kind of afraid of and um maybe we'll even come back and revisit these um some other time with our, our friend chris um he is a huge conspiracy theorist my wife's uncle, you, you literally can't even talk to the guy because his stuff is so far-fetched. And then, of course, our buddy Ken, like we should just have a round table and just let them scream at each other the entire time. I think that'd People be amazing. That are the best because right. they get so defensive. You could ask one simple question like, you know, why why do you think a rabbit killed people in 1982? And they'll be like, what is that supposed to mean, bro? What do you mean? What do you mean? It's a rabbit. What do you think? You know, they get all hyped up. and <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. So, so. We're talking about conspiracy theories, and in this four-part series that we're going to be doing, excuse me, mini-series, to make Jeff feel better, that we're going to be doing, uh, this first one's going to be about Area 51, and I think this is really prevalent, especially right now because of this raid, and I don't want to talk about it too much right now because I really want to dive into it later on. Um, So, obviously, if you haven't heard, there is going to be a supposed raid on Area 51, where their 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 quote is, "They can't kill all of us." <laughs> well, it started as a joke, right? Right, so, right. And I'll get into all that. I have all those okay, facts you have about all the that details. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the entire thing, I've got the whole thing. It's factual. I've even got like some comments from the actual um, Area 51 and and the Air Force and whatnot that, that they've said stuff. So we'll get to that. Um, but it's just. <laughs> Dude, it's the dumbest thing I've ever it's heard amazing. of in my life. It's like, what do, what do they call that flash mob where everybody meets at the mall? Right. It's like a flash mob in a highly, highly secured government property. It, and, like, and first and foremost, not only is it highly um, 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 armed and highly protected, but it's also, it's not like you're just walking up to like my driveway and walking into my house. It's like way off any beaten path. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's pretty insane. So, talking about Area 51, let's talk about a little bit of history of the place. So, first and foremost, it's an Air Force base. It's in Groom Lake, South Southern Nevada, which is about 150 miles from um, Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Now, can I bring something up? Sure. Okay, so I know we're going to go over all the details of Area 51, but the the craziest thing to me is I watched this documentary right. on Netflix this weekend. Anybody could check it out. It's called Unacknowledged, and basically it's all about... Do aliens exist? Do UFOs exist? And it's all the proof, documents, footage, interviews. It's a 10 out of 10 documentary. And now I wasn't really a big believer on this stuff to begin with. And it's the highest rated documentary for that subject on Netflix. So I was like, you know what? I'll give it a spin. Man, I was blown away. And I'm a total believer now. 
<laughs> really? I swear to God. Like, if you have the time to watch it, it's called Unacknowledged. So, Moody, if you're it's out there listening amazing. right now, you heard that, right? But here's the thing. In, in a nutshell, in a consensus, okay? Everything started in Roswell, okay? Right. That's the... that's New the, Mexico. That's where they were testing that's nuclear the, bombs. The, the, the main point or right. focal point of well, it. That's yeah. where they split the atom. And in a nutshell, not to get off the subject, but basically what, what it is is aliens are real, okay? We have alien bodies, and we have discovered and utilized their technology, and there's proof of how. Now, the aliens were not hostile. They came to warn us because they f- they saw us as being hostile when we split the atom. And if you look back when all these scientists and all these different military compounds were starting to split the atom, that's when all these sightings first started happening. Hmm. So what it does is it says that in Roswell, a UFO crashed, okay, which, by the way, has been very lucrative for that city. Right. And they recovered nine, nine UFOs. And there was a total of, what was it, four bodies per per ship. All of them dead on the scene except for one. And they kept it alive for like a couple months. Now, these are like legit scientists and people that were working in the military with. And they have all the documents to back it up, like court documents. It's so mind blowing. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do they have actual documented proof of this? They do. They have documented proof. Like court document files. Yeah. And he shows it. And then they interview these people. And these people are like, you know, the, the, the stuff they talk about is just, it's so, you can't debunk it. Like, well, it's so crazy. So what, in a nutshell, basically what it is, is that the, the, the National Security Administration or Association is administrator? I don't know. I don't know. Is that the one that does the pets? I don't know. The NSA. Okay. Okay. So essentially what this documentary points out is that the NSA runs everything. Okay, the president doesn't even know half the stuff. Senators don't even know half the stuff because the NSA views those as temporary jobs and there's no need for them to know because why let them know and then they get out and expose it. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's really like deep rabbit hole stuff. So basically what it came down to is in Roswell, they crashed. Okay, right. And we took all their materials from the ship we figured out how the ship works reverse engineering reverse engineering and all the ufos you've seen since then are actually ours being government tested and it even goes as far as to they had a false flag in place have you been hanging out with moody lately no i'm telling you you have to watch this documentary i mean it is it is mind-blowing shit it really is i tell you what let's put a pause on that because we are going to do a bonus episode where we actually break down that documentary and we're going to watch it and it'll be my first time watching it and Riley's first time watching it and we'll sit there and we'll watch the thing and we'll actually discuss it as we're looking at it because um listen I'm I'm very open when it comes to certain things I would love I mean you obviously sound like you're converted dude I'm convinced like legit like before I'm like yeah that could be this and that but then like he and I don't want to get into too much detail and talk about this forever but he linked like all these things in history, like JFK assassination and Marilyn Monroe, because he was she was sleeping with JFK and Bobby Kennedy. OK, and JFK and Bobby Kennedy knew about Roswell. They knew about that. We do have the we do have UFOs. We have man made UFOs and there's alien UFOs. And they were worried that Marilyn Monroe, because she was both of them, okay, <laughs> that in she conversation. Was, she was squeezing a balloon yeah, with everyone. Yeah, like, so they were worried that in like bedtime talk, you know, secrets were revealed. So there's like this whole thing, like theory that like they overdosed Marilyn Monroe and killed her, okay? And then they had JFK assassinated because they were worried that 
because of the space race and getting to the moon, they were worried that he was going to just bring everything to the table and they didn't want to expose the NSA doesn't want to expose anything. And then if you watch the Bob Lazar documentary, it's like all the same. Which I started shit. watching part of that. And the, the problem is, is that and we'll get to that, too, when it comes to Bob Lazar and uh, that that uh, that documentary they did on him. Um, so, listen, let's save it for bonus content. Yeah. So yeah. we can do the bonus thing. We're going to actually. And what, what's the name of the documentary again? It's Area 51. Bob Lazar and UFOs. No, not that one. The one we're talking about. Unacknowledged actually. is Unacknowledged. a must watch. I'm telling you, if, if you don't believe or you do believe, give it a spin. I think it's like okay. two hours on Netflix. So so we want you listeners out there to go. And if you haven't seen that documentary, go and watch that. And then don't spoil it until after the bonus episodes. And then after you listen to our take on it, I'd really like to see what you guys think of it, too, because I haven't seen this thing yet. And I'm not a believer. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And you know me, you know me well, you know yeah. me for a long time. Yeah. So you know that like, it's gotta be pretty damn good. Yeah, if it convinced I'm, I'm actually me, kind of excited you know? to see what happens in this. And I'm not like, I documentaries, I'm like, whatever. Now wait, wait, you know? wait, Riley, what's the question we always ask whenever somebody says anything like this? Were you drunk and, and or high or high? I will admit <laughs> that the grocery store did have a sale on chocolate cinnamon toast crunch. Oh. And I was kind of OD'd out on so that. You, oh, so, okay. So you took a trip without leaving the farm? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. But no, <laughs> drunk and or high, neither. All right. So you were doped up or hopped up on yeah. uh, Mountain Dew? Yeah. Now, the, the Bob Lazar documentary is really good. And I watched that first. I'm like, that's eh, not bad. There was only one thing I took away from that, which I'm not going to get into detail because we'll say it for bonus. But the one thing that did catch me is he went into detail and he explained exactly how UFOs work okay okay and it's anti-gravity so what it does is it basically bends gravity and that's how it moves okay and he says that technology is in place the government knows about it it would change the world you know we wouldn't need fuel we wouldn't need oil it would change everything so so and how it works are you saying that the reason that we haven't uh, brought that out yet is because um or or is bob lazar saying that the reason it hasn't come out because of of big oil Exactly. Is that why it's exactly? Okay. But here's the thing. Here's what made me. He 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 did a drawing, and you'll see it in the documentary. And he showed like how it works and the science behind it. Okay. And it was like spot on. And then the one comment he made that will always stick with me now is that uh, he said essentially it's like this: take a bowling ball, okay, and put it on your mattress on your bed. If you push down around the ball, what happens? The ball falls because of gravity to where you're pushing down your hands so essentially the ufo with all the contraptions on it 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 bends gravity just like that metaphor so it's it's essentially bending the gravity around the ufo and that's it's like that bowling ball effect on a mattress and that's how it can move Hmm. and i'm like you know what that's like pretty legit stuff right there he goes it it, you know i'm not explaining it very well but you if you watch the documentary it's like (laughs) Wow. I'm so excited that you're like a, con- a convert now. I think it's hilarious because we've, if you guys haven't listened to the uh, the episode we had with uh, uh, aliens with our buddy Moody, you know, we were both like kind of tearing the whole thing apart. Now all of a sudden you're like kind of on board the Moody train, huh? I'm telling you, man, those two documentaries, they really changed my opinion right. on, on everything. You guys need to watch it. We, we need to follow up sure. with it. We'll I only have one question, okay? If, if this was all true and the government really was hiding all this, why would they allow a whistleblowing documentary to be released on Netflix of all things? Wouldn't the government suppress that, shut it down? There is over like 60 to 70 documentaries on it. It's so blown because there's so many people that have like come forward now. Yeah. <laughs> so Did is the you government know just that like Apollo 11, 
Okay, this is crazy. Apollo 11 uh-huh. was the first, was it the first one to go to the moon? It was the first manned one to actually okay. land on the moon. Yeah. There were Venus. other, there were other, there were other, um, excuse me, there's other ships and stuff that actually like, you know, that were not manned. They were built by Russia that yeah. landed there beforehand, but we were the first people in Apollo 11 to actually land, which, which spoiler alert, that is going to be our second episode of our mini series where we're going to talk about because it's the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, yeah. dude. And that's an unacknowledged. And the one thing I want to bring up about that is there's radio comms recordings that they've played in that documentary of them being up on the moon, the astronauts, and saying that there is a ship on the nearby planet just hovering watching them nearby planet yeah whatever That'd planet is nearby no not <laughs> us it's it's another one that's nearby but they could see the the ship that was floating there and it's on the radio comms, like to eye? nasa wait 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 so they yeah hold, hold on what planet is close enough to the moon to be able to see a ship with your bare eye i don't know i'd have to watch the documentary because i wasn't really paying too much attention but it was i found that All kind right. of bizarre we're gonna come so back he's like to you know houston too. there's a there's a, a ship there or whatever and you know it was just going on and on and here's on. my question how did we get video feed from the moon when i can't even get service in my own house that is an actual awesome story and i will we'll dive into that when we actually okay. go into that episode because and because basically, I'm going to debunk completely every single one of these conspiracy theories about um, about the moon landing and stuff. It's oh, ridiculous. Are you, the one that, are you the one that thinks it was filmed? No, or no, you no. Don't no. think it was. Okay. I'm absolute opposite. Like, okay. I, I, you think I, it happened? It actually, it, absolutely, it happened. And there's there's so much. The problem is, is that once again, people hear an idea about something, and without any actual tangible evidence okay mm-hmm. like when you walk into a courtroom you need to have either tangible evidence or what's the other evidence called where you walk in and you just it's just uh i can't even think of it off the top of my head right now but it's basically it's not real you don't have real you just have circumstantial okay sorry so there's circumstantial evidence and there's you know actual evidence and to me everything coming with these conspiracies is all circumstantial and the reason it's circumstantial is because if it cannot be um validated and confirmed 100% confirmed by multiple sources on both sides of the spectrum, then it's not real. It's like, you know, DNA DNA is tangible evidence, but if DNA has either not been tested by both sides of the defense and the prosecution, then that's not, that's not, you know what I mean? That's not evidentiary in the fact that it's not actually real because both sides have to look at it. You got to look at the the guy saying yay. And the guy saying nay, both of them have to go in and go, Okay, yeah, there was something there. Which is exactly, I love that you brought that up because unacknowledged, it's all, it's both on both sides. Okay. The whole thing, which is, that's why it was so like eye-opening to me because you got court documents, you got interviews, you got people on both sides, you got generals, senators, scientists. I mean, it's, it's great for all those people to be You're acting. Like, he's like or super hyped up, up about this one. I have. I don't think I've seen you this it's hyped really up about good. something in a while, it's, man. It's really good. All right. Well, let's get back to Area Fifty One. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, once again, it's uh, 150 miles away from Las Vegas. We all love Las Vegas. Um, um, you've been there, correct? Yeah, many, many times. Yeah, yeah. Riley, you probably haven't been there I've yet. I've never been there. No. Right. You will. Trust me. 21st birthday, buddy. We're going. Aren't we? We are. Yeah. Everybody absolutely. needs to go to Vegas. Oh God. Point, That's in like a few months. Yeah. Um, so the place was actually administered uh, um, by the Edwards Air Force Base in Southern California. So that's who actually controlled that entire thing. And it's only confirmed use is a flight testing facility. Okay. That's the only 
only thing. Now, if you guys want to know where this thing's actually located at, <laughs> it's at uh, 37 degrees. What? How do I read this? 14. Longitude and latitude? Yeah, north and 115 degrees, 48 feet, 30 inches west. That's what that's what that oh now i know where it is okay yeah right right so if you guys want to get out there and google that that's where it's actually located so the uh it was officially named the nevada test and training range at groom lake that's what it was actually called and it became known as area 51 by its designation on atomic energy um maps from the atomic atomic energy commission so that's what they ended up calling this thing Mm -hmm. so now the government never admitted its existence that area 51 even existed for decades until in 2013 the government officially acknowledged the existence of Area 51. And in that year, the National Security Archive at the George Washington University obtained um, through the Freedom of Information Act. I guess that's a thing now that, you know, that we have to we we as citizens are supposed to know about things that aren't technically classified. Yeah, so a, the Freedom of Information Act. Yeah. Yeah, right. And uh, it was a formerly classified CIA document that chronicled the history of the U-2 spy plane. A heavily redacted version had previously been released in 1998, and according to the report in 1955, the remote site, which included an airfield not used by the military since World War II. So this place was an airfield in World Mm -hmm. War II, and then what happened is they selected it in order to test these new U-2 planes. And the test flights of that spy plane and other aircraft accounted for many of the UFO sightings in the area because the U-2 could reach altitudes much higher than any other planes at the time. And after the U-2 was put into service in 1956, Area 51 was used to develop other aircraft, including the A-12, also known as the Oxcart, and, which is a reconnaissance plane, and the stealth fighter, the uh, 5-117 Nighthawk. So that's what these guys were actually using this place for. So, And they say they got that technology from Roswell. But it was just is, a plane. Well, here's the thing. Roswell started, okay, the CIA and okay. the Air Force. Before Roswell, there was none of that. And then all of a sudden, when the whole Roswell thing went down with supposed alien crash and beans and all that stuff, within like a month, we had, boom, we had the CIA. After that, we had the Air Force that separated from okay, so the l- armies. Let me ask you a question. What year was the landing in Roswell, the crash in Roswell, the supposed like whatever in Roswell, or Riley? Something like that. So, so because this... <clears throat> Started in 1955. They actually opened up this place in order to start looking at this. Now, you got to think about 1955 when things were happening. You know, where we got all kinds of Cold War stuff going on, and we're trying to be the the bee's knees and take things over and take things in. You know what I mean? So, the, uh, supposedly, it was again, it was a military base back in World War II. 47, by the 1947. way. 1947. Yeah, so 47. So, it took them... Eight years to go. You know what? We've got these well, uh, aliens. Let's uh, let's make a base over here. Think about the technology of the stealth fighter. Okay? okay, the shape of it and how it functions. If I'm not mistaken, the stealth fighter is almost like a hovering. It hovers and then it goes. It's got a jet engine. No, in the back. I think no, no. It no, takes no, no, off no. like a normal airplane. Does yeah. it? Yeah, the B like the like the the B two and all those. So take what off happens like is aircraft. with stealth technology, it's really not stealth technology. The way it works is that every part of the bottom of the plane is actually has angles and whatnot that radar can't detect. Well, the way it works actually. So oh, let's, oh, so oh, excuse me, big boss. The corner the corner of a room, right? Is, is it's it reflects sound so if you know you go into like a corner of a room and you talk you can hear yourself bouncing angles right yeah so yeah. angles so <laughs> that's an angle the, the beat so the beats you actually are those, those fighter planes actually or those stealth planes have no sharp right angles like these it's all rounded 
because radar is all about it's bouncing off and coming back. So if there's no sharp angles, like a corner of a room now, to see, bounce off if, of. If that was the case, though, here, you need to go and research. What was the uh, the actual stealth bomber? The stealth bomber. Look, at a, look at a picture of that real quick. The, the Blackbird. That, that's the Blackbird. That's our 71 Blackbird. That's our 71 yeah. No, but the stealth bomber actually is nothing but edges and angles. Mm-hmm. It's the triangle-looking one with all the right, weird. Right, and underneath it, it's got all these different, like, boxy shapes and stuff. But it's no, there's no right angles. Or, look, there it is right there. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, underneath it. Oh no, we're actually looking at this right now here. Well, you can show the camera. Oh yeah, I forgot. See, we're looking. Oh, that's a stealth bomber. I look, it's a bomber. Let's see if we can. I love that they have one picture of it on here. You can scroll to the right or the left. Scroll your right or left. Jess just snapped you. (laughs) Whoever Jess is, Jess, if you're out there listening to this, Riley says, "Hey girl, hey girl, hey." She'd be like, "Yeah, I'll be on YouTube in no time." Regardless, (laughs) though. Regardless, though, what we're saying is is that they actually, it, it's basically to stop radar. That's it. The only point I'm trying to bring up so is... it's not actually like they, they press a button and all of a sudden this thing turns invisible. Right, but the point I'm trying to bring up is that all this technology spurred from Roswell. If you look at everything, and they break it down in that documentary, like you look at all the technological advances we had in, in war, in ships, and in, in weapons, and everything, it all happens like right after Roswell like that triggered the whole thing you're gonna start growing a beard and just love (laughs) hockey that's what you're gonna do (laughs) I tell you what let's take a quick break here and we'll come back and the next thing we're gonna start talking about with Area 51 is the conspiracies behind Area 51 yeah dun 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 so don't go anywhere and here is a commercial specifically designed for you hey there welcome to Java Cup can I take your order please oh I'm sorry we're actually out of mocha this morning is there anything else I can get you Okay, so one large caramel chocchiato venti, is that for here to go? Excellent. Okay, so that'll be eleven ninety-nine, please. Why yes we do accept BWA cards. Go ahead and swipe the pin pad. When you're a Bigfoot with an axe, you don't have time to carry around money in your pocket. Let's be real. So that's why I carry the Bigfoot with an axe card. BWA card. It'll get you everything you need when you need it. And you have a great day as well. See you later. All right, and we are back after that short commercial break. And uh, so we're talking about Area 51, that crazy place out there that they're probably just partying and having a... They're trolling all of us right now. Like, <laughs> there's probably yeah. nothing in there except like it's probably like a ball pit, like a giant, yeah, <laughs> huge ball pit, a bunch slide, of just old beer sitting in there. Or, or maybe it's all the stuff they stole after World War II from the Germans. Maybe it's all just in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like hiding it. I mean, hey, anything can happen. You know. So we're talking about now Area 51. This is the first um, of the four episodes for the miniseries on um, conspiracy theories and. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. If you can share it and let people know what we're doing, leave a star a five. I can't talk. Leave a five star rating for us. Like, subscribe, especially on our YouTube channel because we are starting to upload content to that as well. Which you can kind of see us recording it right here. Wait, do I got that? There it's it is. The magic ah, there of it technology. Is. There it is. I just should have just pointed at the TV. You're like the weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> and over here, there's a cold front. Um. So yeah, you guys. Uh. You know, we we greatly appreciate you guys listening, and uh. You know. 
You can always go to the Midnight Train Podcast.com where we'll have uh, the episodes up there, as well as, you know, we got t shirts for sale, which I was going to wear one of them today because they are quite beautiful. Oh, I got uh, one of each, and uh, they are very handsome. I actually felt more empowered and in tune with the universe by wearing those. See? I did. Riley, did I not look fantastic enough? You looked more confident. Thank you. As a Thank man. you. I was more confident <laughs> as a man. Thank you. And I need all the confidence I can get. All right, so on June 17, 1959, the Reno Evening Gazette published a story with the headline, quote, more flying objects seen in Clark's sky, unquote, and described how Sergeant Wayne Anderson, the local sheriff's office, was among several locals to spot what the paper described as an object bright green in color and descending toward the earth at a speed too great to be an airplane. 1.21 gigawatts. (laughs) Now, when Sergeant Anderson told the Reno Evening Gazette, now known as the Reno Gazette Journal, about spotting a UFO back in 1959, the outlet also reported that the Nellis Air Force Base, located about 130 miles south of Area 51, had received two previous reports in the past three weeks of UFO sightings. Those reports came just after a few years after rumors of a UFO crashing in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. Dun, dun, dun. Which the Roswell Army Airfield later said was a weather balloon. Yeah, right. The Air Force began investigating claims of UFO sightings in 1947, which later became known as Project Blue Book in 1952. By the time Project Blue Book ended in 1969, the Air Force had investigated over 12,000 claims. 12,000. So now we talked in the Aliens episode with our dude Moody. Um, you actually mentioned about like, you know, balloons and whatnot. You said it was a different type of balloon. And he was like, no, it's a weather balloon. And you were like, it's a balloon. No, it's a balloon. And you guys got into some weird shit. Yeah. So that's what they're claiming. Okay. And, and I think I brought this up while we were taking our break. Uh, I think my biggest thing that makes me think that there's something there is the fact that they kept it so secretive for so long. You know what I mean? Like why? There's obviously something they don't want the public to see. You know because what I mean? it would change everything. Think about it. Right. No, no, if, no. If it were real, right? Let's just let's just assume that Roswell was real and Area 51 was real and they have UFOs and technology and all kinds of weapons or whatever in Area 51. Think of how much history, religion, I know we don't touch on that much, but it would change everything oh, as we totally, know it. Oh yeah, it would upset a lot of people. I mean, mass for sure. panic, right? I it could it, we, it could be really 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 bad. Yeah. Like, imagine the impact on the economy. Though like it would, we wouldn't need fuel anymore. We wouldn't need. But that's why big oil, because well, that's, that's where what the I'm money's saying. at. Like, if if these if this groundbreaking technology were to come out, we we wouldn't need. Our whole society would change in its in its base. Everything. So would be in that documentary, they do talk about that. They touch on how the NSA has like this iron fist that it rolls in. Um, they talked about the one guy back in the '60s that he developed a car engine that could run off of water. Right. There's, there's an, uh, somebody else recently just did another water one. It's salt water. It's yeah. actually running off of. So back then, like he developed it and took it around to like science expos. He got killed, whatever. correct? He didn't get killed, oh. but his patents were revoked. Okay. And all of his stuff was destroyed like within weeks of him developing this. Well, now listen, we've had electric cars for a very long time. And until it, it goes along with everything, look at weed, look at marijuana. All mm-hmm. right. Marijuana's been around for freaking ever. The The government only accepts things that they know they can mandate and make money off of. 
Exactly. Period. So when they can find a way, and let's just say hypothetically, hypothetically, that they did reverse engineer these ships or these these space whatever whatever you want to call them UFOs, they reverse engineered and they've got them sitting in there in a bunker someplace. One, yes, they're afraid of how the people may or may not react. But secondly, they're probably thinking to themselves, hmm, how do we mass produce these <laughs> and how do we tax it? You know what I mean? Well, that was the thing, too, with the Bob Lazar. They go into uh, Element 115. Do you, have you heard about that, Riley? In weren't, Call you of in Duty. A, weren't you in a band called Element 115? I was. Not 115, <laughs> but Element. You heard of Element 115? Well, Element 115 is or in, 115, yeah, it's yeah. in Call of Duty. That's, That's where I heard of it. Oh, really? That's, yeah. You never heard of like the actual... I've, I've heard of it, but... Like, I only really know of it because of Call of Duty Zombies. So in the Bob Lazar documentary, he goes over that and he says that that's what powers this anti-gravity motor, whatever you would call it. Okay. It's a it's a man-made element. Okay. okay. Like, they figured out how to make it and they did make it, but it's like a small, you have to watch it. It's like and, a small. And what is it again? I think one, it's, they call it element 115 or 115. So it's a, it's a terrestrial element. That's what they recovered, or extraterrestrial, and that's what they figured out what was powering the saucers that they recovered, supposedly. All right, Riley seems to have found something. I heard him go. That's what he. If you ever hear a big deep breath, that's Riley coming up with something. Oh, here he goes. Well, it's these these elements. It's one one five because it's like it's it's weight. They're they're so hard to they they disappear immediately. Like if you create it in a lab, it's there for milliseconds before it breaks down into other elements. So, what 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 were they using this for? What did they say they were using? Supposedly, it for? according to Bob Lazar, that's what powered the UFO anti gravity propulsion system. Is man made or is it natural? I almost, I'd, I'd have to go back, but I'm almost positive he said it was a man made because they they were right. able to create it. They right. were able to duplicate so it. So then it wouldn't be man made; it'd be alien made. Right, but they're okay. gonna, they're going to say it's. So they're trying to recreate. Right, it. I see what you're saying. Well, right here, uh, element one one five is referred to as Moscovium. Yeah. Moscovium. Because it's that a, sounds like what Russians say right before they drink some vodka. Aye. Moscovium. <laughs> well, drink the vodka. Well, they say, I think it's, isn't it like Oslovia? Isn't that the word? I think Nostrovia. Something like that. I'll speak I'm pretty Russian. sure if you're Russian and you're listening to this right now, or if you know Russian, let us know what that is. I could just Google it, but it'd be way cooler if you if just let Russian, us know. If you're Russian, just slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Um, Moscovium is a synthetic chemical element with the symbol MC and atomic number 115. It was first synthesized in 2003. And uh, it's a new element that they, it's just been synthesized like 15 years ago. So yep. when was the whole Bob Lazar thing leaked? That, he's, he's that talking was back about this? like in the Roswell. Well, no, so, uh, Bob Lazar, the but whole he thing, was I thought it was 83, right? Yeah, he, in yeah. the 80s, that's when supposedly they were able to recreate it. And then NSA hit it, covered okay, it up. So did this... he bring up 115 in the 80s? Like this element, did he bring it up in the 80s? Or was it only after it was discovered in 2003? Yes. It's that in his documentary. That like was two they questions. Interviews of yeah, I asked, I asked two opposite questions. You said yes. <laughs> no, I mean they, that's how they do it, Riley. Those conspiracy theorists. <laughs> yes. So he, he he talked about it prior to 2003. Yeah. Ooh, that gives some gravitas. Okay. So so let me let me ask this: What are they doing? If since obviously this element has it been added to the periodic table of elements, or yeah, it's there. So what do we use that for? What does that element do? I have no idea. It's one of those elements that is so fleeting that I, I don't know if there's any real use for but it. But it's man-made? Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it, you pretty much just smash atoms of two different elements together until the perfect 
a hit happens and then they create a new element. And that's how you kill society. That's and there's a, that's probably it, right a missing there. ingredient to that, which is why we don't have the exact it's duplicate yeah. of what was. It's possible. Like, I mean, I have to do some more research on that. So obviously Area 51 has just, it's tons of conspiracy. And I want to go through some of these that I think are amazing. Um, you know, because it's been secret for so long and it's connection to, you know, classified stuff and whatnot. So obviously the first one is the storage examination and reverse engineering of crashed alien spacecraft, including material supposedly recovered at Roswell, the study of the, uh, their occupants and the manufacture of aircraft based on air alien technology, which is what you're discussing, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, there's also, uh, theories that there are meetings or joint undertakings with extraterrestrials there. So basically people are saying it's a meeting place for aliens to come so we can actually talk to them. That's an actual ongoing theory of that. Uh, I don't know if I buy that, but I mean, it's not. <laughs> um, the development of exotic energy weapons for the strategic defense initiative so or Tony SDI. Stark works there? Yes. Or other we- weapons program. Yeah. So basically that's what it is. It's yeah. Stark Industries is, is Area right. 51. I would sooner say some crazy weapon before I'd say aliens. Right. So Which knowing I, the I U.S. Would. government, I would say we will... Look back to the 40s. We were working on some crazy weapon that no one knew about until Japan found out the hard way <laughs> oh, that we were using it. Man. Do you want to know what I think is there? What's that? Honestly, I think that it's all the recovered stuff from Roswell. Well, that's what it says in the first, the first like, main you know, one frozen is. bodies and like it's like a museum uh, basically of everything they found. And that's where all the scientists. So then, OK, so let me ask you this. If, if, if everyone is so speculative about what's there, like you and other people that believe that, why not just move it? Why not move it to another location and, and then just they go? Probably haven't you just don't know. Yeah, but 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 then but then why not just go? You know what? Come on in, guys. Come ch- come no, check. No, because come they want to keep that front so that nobody looks anywhere else, right? Well, that's what, what? They, that's what one of them. You know, this whole raid Area Fifty One thing. There's a bunch of memes going around, and one of them was pretty much like when everyone raids Area Fifty One, but they had moved it all. It's like the CIA agent laughing because I did he knows see that, that one. none of them are going to be able to yeah, find anything. I did yeah. see that one. So um, there are other conspiracy theories on this are that uh, their development of weather control. They're trying to actually control the weather. What was that really no, horrible Obama. movie that Obama came out recently? That. I would sooner again Geo. Uh, what is it? Geostorm. Geostorm. Yeah, yeah I, I had never even it. seen it, dude. I saw. If you've seen one of those bad, movies, but oh, was, you've seen it. It was kind of cheesy. Like <laughs> they all are. I just. It's so they got Gerard Butler to play it. Like he must have been like, man, I need like fifty bucks. Let me <laughs> let me start in this movie. I got bills to pay. Yeah. Um. They say that the development of time travel and teleportation or teleportation technology. So that's another conspiracy theory there. Now, the funny thing to me about that is, and not that I want to get into this, um, but the reverse technology of alien uh, of alien aircraft and alien technology. That seems to me that that could potentially lead into the development of weather control and time travel and teleportation technology, right? So those are all kind of hand in hand. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm going to go with that one personally because that's what I firmly believe is there after, especially after watching all the stuff I did in research. Like, I really think that that's the reverse. Like, it's, uh, again, I don't know if they've moved it, if it's even there anymore, but I think at one point it was like the museum, the lab, okay, where all these super super smart scientists would go and work for either nsa or the government one of the two and they would do all these experiments they would reverse engineer they'd figure out how how does this work how did they get this to work what is this you know i mean it's possible so no the uh, the other ones here i i see are the development of exotic propulsion systems related to the aurora program okay so that could be kind of on the lines of what Bob was possible. explaining and um 
Riley, look up the Aurora program. It's A-U-R-O-R-A program. Isn't that a suburb of Illinois? (laughs) Aurora. (laughs) That's where, yeah, that's where they were from, right? Exactly. Aurora, Illinois. (laughs) And then activities related to a shadowy one-world government or the Majestic 12 organization. So do you see what I'm saying about this? Like, It's like people are creating programs and organizations because just simply because of the lack of information. That is it. It's the lack of information. If they had more information on this shit, they would probably not be doing this. What's up? The Aurora program is a speculated spy plane that they were working on in the 80s that they consistently deny ever working on. Okay, but they also deny that, that the place even existed, so that's probably a legit thing, right? Well, but I don't really... They, we found out that the SR-71 and the B-2 and all those are real, so why would they deny just this? It looks just like a, looks like a pre-prototype of the the B2 or the SR71. It just looks like an, like another spy plane. So why would they That's the same background from the uh, B52. I think people <laughs> I think people were just I think nice I think, Photoshop. I honestly dog. don't think this was a real thing. It's probably not. So but anyway, here's, well here's the thing though, out of all those options you just described, okay? There's so many, but obviously something is there. There's we don't know which there. one, but there's unaccounted trillions of dollars in the budget every year. That goes to these special programs, funding that goes well, into those programs. This. Let me ask you this. You've seen um, the movies like uh, Deep Impact. Yeah. Do you think it could possibly be like a safe haven that they're building something for the elite? That if something were to happen to the world, that maybe they're they're stationed up there? Not at all, because that's what FEMA's for. This is NSA. This is like yeah, but FEMA nobody are, are knows. Just camps. I'm talking like I'm talking more like if you are a multi-billionaire, or you're one of the you know the world's elites or whatever, and you've got an ass load of money. And, I mean, what better place than some you know a bunker that's completely secretive that they could be building? Like maybe they're building a freaking spaceship in itself just to take those people out of here. FEMA has all that stuff though. They have the camps. There. I mean, the federal emergency. You know what I mean? Like they have camps, they have like shit hidden in mountains, they have plans, they had the zombie plan that we went over. I mean, what if this is technically, technically, technically part of the FEMA thing and they're just not acknowledging it? I mean, nothing's far fetched at this point. I mean, it could be a million. Well, I mean, that's what this whole podcast is about, right? Yeah, and we'll never know. And that's why people are so interested in this storming the Area lack 51 because they want to okay, know. Which is, uh, uh, we'll get to that in a second. So we were talking about Bob Lazar earlier. Okay, so Bob Lazar is a guy Bob that claims Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he claimed in 1989 that he had worked at Area 51 Sector 4, said to be located underground inside the Papoose Range near Papoose Lake. He claimed that he was contracted to work with alien spacecraft that the government had in its possession. And similarly, similarly, and alike, similarly is a hard word. Say it. Similarly. I hate you. Okay. The 1996 documentary Dreamland, directed by Bruce Burgess, included an interview with a 71-year-old mechanical engineer who claimed to be a former employee at Area 51 during the 1950s. His claims included that he had worked on a, quote, flying disc simulator, which had been uh, based on a disc originating from a crashed extraterrestrial craft and was used to train pilots. He also claimed to have worked with an extraterrestrial being named J-Rod, and described as a telepathic translator. In 2004, Dan Burrish claimed to have worked on a clone or cloning anti or excuse me, cloning alien viruses at Area 51 
also alongside the alien named J-Rod. So this is like everybody's like talking about J-Rod, you know. Uh, I thought he played for the Yankees. Is that just Jared? I don't know. And Burrish's scholarly credentials are the subject of much debate as, as he was apparently working as a Las Vegas parole officer in 1989 while also earning a Ph.D. at State University of New York. So the, so the guy's BS is there. So Bob Lazar, let's talk about that real quick because you touched base a little bit on that um, that documentary yeah, about so him. Do you know how he started basically is when he was a kid, he would be strapping and making, creating these jet systems and putting them on his bike. Okay. Like propulsion jet systems, like you have on an airplane. Right. And they interviewed his mom and like, oh, he was nuts. He would strap these things to his Schwinn and go like, you know, <laughs> down, the, down the road. And then he like stuck with it. He ended up going to school. He ended up getting jobs. And he was like a, what would you call it? A propulsionalist scientist or whatever. Mechanical engineer. Mechanical engineer. What would I say? And he got so good. I and like so- his term better. You're crazy, man. (laughs) I love you, but you're crazy. So, anyways, like he got a name for himself or whatever and ended up getting swooped up by the government to come work on these UFOs basically and, and, and reverse engineer it because this was, he was like the guy to do it. You know, if anybody could do it, he was the man. So now, has does he actually have credentials as far as actually working there like or is it one of those because everything i see on him says uh he is a he's a conspiracy theorist and self-proclaimed physicist who has claimed to have worked on reverse engineering purported extraterrestrial technology at a site called s4 located several kilometers south of area 51 so he's been raided and see everything's been seized but right, but, but what I'm saying is, it's like, so does he have like the credentials of actually being? Is he a physicist? Is he whatever? Or is it just, I mean, it, is there a school someplace that this motherfucker went to and you they go, yes, he graduated from so. here? I mean, you'd have to look up on the, his stuff, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that they went over that in the documentary. Right, so I'm looking at this real fast right here. Uh, Lazar said that the UFO ran on an antimatter reactor that used the then unsynthesized element 115 as yep. fuel. He claims to have read U.S. government briefing documents, which I heard about because, uh, in fact, that documentary that I was talking about, they said he said that there were documents sitting there and it was like a ploy and they wanted to see if he would actually look at them and he didn't. So therefore, he was like, OK, yep. I, I did. Re- I did see that part. Uh, the documents that describe alien involvement in human affairs over the past 10,000 years. Lazar's claims resulted, this is from his Wikipedia page, by the way, uh, claims resulted in bringing the secret site, commonly known as Area 51, to the attention of the public. His story gained attention due to a tw- uh, June 20th, 2019 interview with Joe Rogan. It's just recently. I, I, everyone said that was amazing, by the way. And yeah. I didn't get not, I have not heard that yet. As well as a two hundred and uh, two thousand eighteen documentary documentary about his life entitled Bob Lazar, Area Fifty One and Flying Saucers. That's the documentary I'm talking about. That's you need the to one. Watch on that. That's the one I watched. Okay. So I'm um, just scrolling through this. Uh, investigative reporter pseudonym Dennis in the face. Yada yada yada. Sorry, I'm actually. If you guys can see me right now, I'm just scanning over his Wikipedia page because I just don't see any. Oh, oh here it is. This is what I was looking for. He took electronics courses in the late seventies at Pierce Junior College. Uh, he claims he earned a master's degree in physics from the Massachusetts MIT and a master's degree in electronic technology from uh, Caltech. However, there are no records of Lazar attending either MIT or Caltech. 
And how do you know the government didn't erase that? Because he says that's what happened. But that's, that's, I, so, I'm just saying, that's such an easy way out. It is an easy way I out. I could sit there and say I came from Harvard, and just because you can't find it, I go, well, the government doesn't like me. You know what I mean? Like It is an easy way out, but it's not far-fetched. I mean, it could happen. If they wanted to erase you, they could erase you like that. Well, let's think about We this all know thing. that, right? If the government right. wanted to take away your credentials, right, him right now doesn't believe that he went to MIT, Therefore, he's not really a physicist. So maybe that's all they had to do. They didn't have to kill the guy. They didn't have to remove him. They yeah, just had you're to. You're one person that they won with with that. Yeah. Easy. Take all right, away the records. It, and it's funny. It says Lazar speculates that his academic records were erased in an effort by authorities to there discredit him. And then there's a citation there. It was discovered by investigative journalists, journal, journalists, excuse me. God, my mouth doesn't want to work. George Knapp, that Lazar was identified as an employee of Los Alamos in a 1980s newspaper article in which he was on the cover Los Alamos is where they tested the nuclear bombs. Oh, okay. So he was he was there and he was on the cover of that. So at least there's some credit to that. In 1990, Lazar was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring. <laughs> Hey, man's got to do what a man's got to do, you know? Yeah, that is in the this, documentary, by the way. Th- was it in there? Yeah, yeah. This was reduced to felony pandering, to which he pleaded guilty. He was ordered to do 150 hours of community service, stay away from brothels. Hey, sometimes, <laughs> well, you know nerds, sometimes nerds got to get theirs, you but, know what I mean? If, but if he was in Vegas, or at least in the Vegas area, some of the brothels, those are actually legal yeah, in absolutely. Vegas. They still and, are. And he had to go undergo psychotherapy. During trial and under oath, Lazar again claimed degrees from MIT and Caltech. Bankruptcy, bank, bankruptcy, bankruptcy, Jesus, bankruptcy documents verify that Lazar was self-employed as a film processor. Did they talk about the three lie detector tests and that he passed every single one with different doctors? You do realize that lie detector tests are completely like nobody takes those serious unless it's the prosecution trying to put you in prison. Because it's I mean, so, guess, it, seriously, like when it comes to like in uh, in in the you know criminal world or in the uh, judiciary world or whatever, there nobody believes in those because if you walk in there and you're confident in yourself or you have some other kind of like alternate thing, you could pass a lie detector test. Hmm. And there's ways online that you can look up how to. So so lie detector tests, they're bunk. They don't actually work. All they do is work off of how excited you're about something. So, yeah. so that doesn't. Well, I want you to watch both of these documentaries I will, for sure. and then. I want to see your viewpoint. You know, the only thing that I will stick up for him for, and I do believe in him, is the way that he described how this UFO would work. Because from an engineering and science standpoint, it makes perfect sense. Okay. And if he's just like this elaborate hoax after all these years, he's like a freaking Da Vinci. To be able to be that creative and come up with that concept and how it works. But isn't that how insanity amazing. works? You convince yourself into and you you convince yourself to believe something that you believe because you believe it because that's that's Why the just hell would this guy torture his own life for so long. Well, he's getting a lot of credit for it. He is I mean? now, but you didn't know about him back right. in the 80s. I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Again, I got to watch it and finish it and see what's up with it because to me, you know me, dude. I'm the biggest skeptic and cynic of everything ever. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I'm really interested to see what you yeah, take from. Yeah, I'll totally. I'm, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch those. I'm going to watch both those. So I, I think that's, you know, we were just talking about, um, you know, Mr. Lazar. So um, I think we should take a real quick break real fast. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about the thing that everybody is freaking talking about right now on social media. And that is the raid. Oh, I thought it was the Dark Crystal coming yeah. back out on Netflix. That is well, actually aren't they coming up with a second one, or is that a second it's a uh, series? 
No, uh, what's that one that you and my wife love that I absolutely hate? Oh, Labyrinth. They're coming out with another Labyrinth. Get out of here. Yeah. Wait, swear. Seriously? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So anyway, so uh, this raid called the uh, Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us. Um, we're going to talk about that when we get back. In the meantime, here is a uh, word from one of our sponsors. When I'm on the road and I twist that throttle, there's only one thing that pops into my mind. Where the next major tragedy is gonna happen? Who will I warn? Will I warn anybody? Ah, let's just go faster. Mothman motorcycles? Who gives a fuck about anybody else? Ride the prophecy today. That bridge up ahead is about to collapse, but I don't care, because I got a Mothman motorcycle. All right, and we are back. So we're talking about Area 51. This is the first of a four-part mini-series, as Jeff likes to call it. Mini-series. About the uh, many, 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 many conspiracy theories that us humans think are fun to dive into, which Jeff is now apparently a part of. You're going to watch the documentaries and you're going to let me know what you think <laughs> on this particular subject. I will for yes. sure. I promise. I swear. I swear. I swear. I, I will sit down, but I still kind of think I want to sit down. I'll watch the Bob Lazar one, but the other one, the unacknowledged or whatever it is, I think that it would be nice for our bonus content. If I, if, if, if Riley and I have never seen it before and we go in and we actually talk about it while we're watching. I think it's a beautiful idea, but you did watch the wrong Bob Lazar one, by the way. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got to watch the one we were just talking about. Yeah, on that thing. the one okay. that they list on the Wikipedia is the one you want to watch. Okay. It's the Area 51 Flying Saucers and Bob Lazar or whatever. And that's on Netflix? Yes, sir. All right, cool. So we'll be doing that. So now, listen, there's this thing going around the interwebs. You know, that fantastic place full of knowledge and wonderment about... Is it the Nyan Cat? You know, the Pop-Tart that poops rainbows? It's not that. Oh. Uh, that actually is a little bit more... Um, <laughs> or should I say... Yeah, a little more realistic than this whole thing these guys are coming up with. So the event, again, called Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us, is planned for September 20th of this year. And so far, over 1.2 million people have signed on or are interested. Including as they do celebrities, by the way. I don't yeah, know if you've seen. Including celebrities, right. Uh, it's a, a, a pin post. Uh, on a Facebook event, event page from uh, Jackson Barnes. That's the guy that actually did this thing. So Jackson Barnes is now everyone. Famous. Yeah, he's famous as shit just by doing this. Who says he created the joke event, uh, details his tongue-in-cheek plan to invade Area 51. It involves monster energy drinks, Kyle's, which is the internet name for white men and boys who have anger issues and punch drywall. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. They're That's called, true. They're called Kyle's. Yeah, that and the Naruto runners. Is that on there too? Yes, and Naruto yeah. running inspired by a Japanese anime show. Yeah, the three really D. And what is Naruto running? So That's oh. when they run with their arms behind their back, like straight behind them, and they run with their heads down. It's it's how the guy runs in the anime. Okay. So yeah, All right. I'm so glad Riley's Where here. They got that from because I don't understand I know what that is. Any of that. You do? Absolutely. I know none of that stuff. Yeah. I, you guys are making me feel super old. Um. Now, <laughs> quote, any attempt to illegally access the area is highly discouraged, an Air Force spokesperson told NPR in a Monday statement. Oh, this is like last week, along with several other media outlets. 
Now, Area 51 is, quote, Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces. Uh, Air Force spokeswoman Laura McAndrews told the Washington Post, quote, the U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. So translation, come through the fence will fucking kill you. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting from that. I'm getting like. Now, now, nobody really thinks that this thing is legit. Nobody does. You know what I mean? Well, oh, okay, people with an actual... Um, I was going to say, this is America. Grasp I'm sure, like, on reality. Right, people sure with a grasp a on reality. Right, they, they don't think this is going to happen. However, I know how America works, and there are going to be people going out to this thing. And again, I kind of touched on this a little bit ago. In case you guys don't know what the... The area there for around Area 51 um, looks like um, it's it's huge. It's not even like a you're not going to be able to just uh, just walk up. It's like one road. Yeah, like it's 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 seriously like huge. Um, so all right, so let's see here. I'm I'm trying to actually find so Gloom the plan is to like here. World War Z, like just people just like yeah. ants topple yes, over each other, much, yeah. and then yeah, they're just gonna try and run at it and well, see what happens. I, I, what here's the thing: what happens when you get to the fence? You gonna jump over the fence? No, you. Get the Kyles are gonna punch through it like they punch the drywall. Oh, okay. Listen, see. there's a whole plan. You've seen the maps. I have. Well, if you, there's battle have... plans drawn up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's if battle you Naruto run up. to the fence, you should be able to leap it, yeah, right? Yeah, Naruto run to the fence, right? And the Kyle's punch through it. And they're going to have the Florida men. You ever heard of a Florida man? Yes, Florida men. So they're going to have the Florida men. They're going to yeah. be the ones distracting. They're going to be the ones that run into the front gate while everyone else sneaks in behind. <laughs> These have been drawn up. These are real things. Okay, so. I kid you not. So let me ask this. Are there 1.2 million people that just like trolling and just think hey this is fun and this is funny and it's not going to happen or it's, is there or is there one million people that think that 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 whole thought or in the other two hundred thousand are like no dude fuck that we're going yeah. no there's 1.2 million millennials who are bored. have lost the will to live and have decided this is how they're going to go out in a blaze of glory so the damn place is completely it's it's literally all right so the the it's, it's desert a, right Right. It's a rectangular base of six by 10 miles. Okay. Now, if any of you have ever wondered what six to 10 miles is, get out there, grab your iPhone, get one of those little walking apps or whatever, and just walk six miles. Just try it. Just try to yeah, walk but six like millennials miles. Millennials run marathons like every other weekend, though. Think about it. Yeah. Well, actually, now that I'm reading this here on here, it's actually part of another thing called the Groom Box that is a. A rectangular me- measurement of 23 by 25 miles. You should always groom your box. Yes, you should <laughs> groom your box. You hear that, gentlemen out there? Wait. Ladies. I don't know. Ladies, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how that works. So it's it's connected to the internal Nevada test site road network and the paved roads leading south to Mercury and west to Yucca Flat. Leading northeast from the lake, the wide and well-maintained Groom Lake Road runs through a pass in the jumbled hills. So there's one road. The road formerly led to mines in the Groom Basin, but has been improved since their closure. Its winding course runs past a security checkpoint, so there's one, but the restricted area around the base extends farther east. 
After leaving the restricted area, Groom Lake Road descends eastward to the floor of the Tickaboo Valley, passing the dirt road entrances to several small ranches before converging with State Route 375, the extraterrestrial highway south of Rachel. All right, so now you got to remember this place, and maybe this is it too. I didn't even think about this. So the Nevada test site, which is part of this whole thing, um, it was the location of 739 to 928 nuclear tests conducted by... A little bit of radiation there, huh? Right. So maybe what they're doing is trying to protect your stupid asses by not talking about it because maybe it's just a radiated crazy place maybe they have freaking the toxic avenger locked up someplace or something like that from radiation you know what the, the, the best i would i would say that's more feasible to me that there were people in that area that you know may have been involved in the radiation and they're hidden in there and they're trying to let you know what i mean i don't know that sounds more feasible than hey the guys best, the best part about this entire thing in my opinion is that whether it happens or not, the government has to spend money and time and deal with this. Even if it's a, a hoax thing, they're going to allocate money. They're going to allocate personnel. See, I, that's where I, I differ in opinion on that one because let me ask you this. Say there's a bunch of people coming in your front yard that they've been talking for a while that they're going to come get you. They're coming to get you. And there's, I don't know, 50 of them. All you got to do is kill one of them the rest of them are going to stop. And so you don't need all of those, you know, armed forces and armed guys in there. You just need one guy with a really good shot. Do you remember 9-11? I'm just saying. Is that a, is that a like a rhetorical question? No, 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 I'm just saying <laughs> nothing happens anymore after 9-11. Nothing is taken not seriously. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, so, I get that. I, I get what you're saying there. But what I'm saying is, is like from a, a government standpoint, that day, there's going to be two guys up on a freaking tower someplace looking around. They probably got radar and shit like that, and they're just going, listen, if something moves, kill it. I don't think that. I think they're just going to have a F-ton of guards, police, fans, riot maybe, police. Maybe. I don't think a single person's going to get there. And I'm not saying anybody's going to go no, through. Hear me out, hear me out. But they're still, they're still going to be prepared for it. I see what he's it. saying, though, that, that well, because no, of... prepare for it, but I don't think anyone's going to get there. Because, first of all... Millennials are do lazy. You, do you know how... First of all, it's expensive to get there. Second of all, the, the logistics behind getting 1.2 million people to the same place... Is not going to ever happen. Yeah, we can't even get 100 people to listen to this podcast. Yeah, there's going to be flights booked up, you know. <laughs> but also, this place is so far in the middle of nowhere that they fly their employees, the government workers, from Las Vegas on a unmarked airplane to Area 51 right. for the workday. And then after the workday is over, they fly back. But I, I guarantee you, Vegas. hundreds will still make it. I think, I don't and think, hundreds I think will less still than fifty people. No, I, 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 I believe, I agree with you. I think there's going to be tons of people that are going to go to where because you can actually drive by that road and you can because I've been yeah. over there before. They will And then go you in, look but, way in a distance and you can see where Area 51 actually is. I've been there out in Nevada, but and I think that's where these people are going to. They're going to get to like a Burning Man concert right. where they have like vendor tents. There and has to do stupid dude, shit. Listen, if there isn't a concert going on there somewhere, we have to make that happen. <laughs> we do. You know, there's going to be something. We, I mean, we should. We sh- it should be a big to do and everyone come out there and just party it up. Now, that would be OK. 
if anyone for it, if you're if you are within the sound of my voice right now, and you're even contemplating actually doing this, you are going to completely. You're just dumb. You're dumb. It's not going to happen. Stop it now. For all the rest of you, I think it's probably the world's biggest trolling ever. But people want to be part of history. They want to be viral. They want to be part of it. And I guarantee you, hundreds, hundreds will show up to that fence. Now, whether they go in or not, I don't know. But people will show up to this because no, the people problem is there's going to be a dumb. couple of those idiots that think that they can actually do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's stupid. Like, but not a couple. Don't do that. I'm talking hundreds. I mean, yeah. there's a hundred of those wackos out there that are going to do it. So it, it, I, I just think that, especially in this day and age, it's it's almost like I feel like there's something bigger going on someplace else. Well, maybe it's the uh, the Epstein thing going on that the government's trying to like, eh, look over here, folks. You know what I mean? But listen, well, let's talk. You know, we're talking about conspiracy theories, right? I mean, we're on yeah. that. On that tangent right now, um, it, it always seems that something stupid like this comes into play when there's something big going on, and we got to pay attention. Maybe. And why would that be though? Because the government doesn't want you to know certain things. So you are kind of believing what I believe with the no, NSA. No, no, no. I'm all about the government actually having a hand in stuff. Do I believe that it's aliens? No. Do I believe that there's something in there they don't want us to find out? I do. I do believe that they're like, listen, Bob. I don't know, built this thing, you know, and nobody can know about it kind of thing. Now, let me ask you this. If they came out like September 21st or 27th, like, you know, beforehand, because they really felt that it was getting momentum and it was actually going to happen. People were going to try and to save human lives and not, you know, murder people because they have no choice. Well, it's not murder. If they did release stuff, right? If they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Here, here's what's here. Here's what we have. Here's what we did. That'll never happen. No. If they did, if they did, how, what would you would you feel stupid for not believing? No, or not thinking at all. about it? No, not at all. Because once again, it's it's lack of information. That, that's me. That I'm I'm that person that I need to see again. We were talking about circumstantial or tangible evidence. I need to see definitive evidence when it comes to anything. It doesn't matter what it is. So yeah, but you also have to be interested to take that leap to get down that hole to look yeah, at it. But see. That's to me. That's blind faith, and then we can correlate that to other things that we don't talk about on this podcast. But <laughs> you know, I'm not a blind faith person. I'm that person that like I want evidence. I want to see actual tangible evidence. You know, like we were going through and we were talking about Lazar, where they say that well, he doesn't actually never went to MIT or whatever. Whether or not that's the government taking his stuff away, me being somebody who is a skeptic and you know looking at stuff like that, then immediately I just go, well, you know, he doesn't have the documentation. So, therefore, sorry, guy. Now, that could be the government's plan altogether. And listen, again, I say it over and over again. The government does some really crazy stuff. And they're probably listening to us right now. And, man, I love Trump. <laughs> I don't think it's the government as much as it's the NSA, which, which is, I guess, a, still, division yeah, of the government. a division of the government. But yeah. I really think that they control everything. Like, stuff that the president... like. Senators, people don't even know and will never know because they're the ultimate wheel that is. Well, the government, it, it looks out for itself. But but I do believe when an I, NSA agent tells the president of the United States, the commander in chief of this country, you don't need to know what we're doing. We'll leave it at that. Something's up. Right? They, can't, they can't tell Trump because they'll tweet about it. <laughs> but is that documented that it actually happened? I mean, yeah. is it like le- like legit source yes. documented? Watch the documentary. All right. I, see, I, now I'm going to have to watch this damn thing. I I'm swear telling to God. you, man. So I, I, I just I believe that. All right. So 
we're gonna we're gonna close the case on how we feel about things right now, as we always do at the end of this podcast. Um, Jeff, <laughs> not that I have to even ask you, but you you obviously believe. Let me put it this way, okay? Yes. So Area Fifty One, okay. I think storming it is the dumbest idea, and I know people are going to try, and I really hope the government doesn't injure them because that's gonna that could spawn a civil war and all kinds of crazy shit right which is funny about that because i saw a tweet and this might have been a fake tweet from some other account or whatever but like apparently it said uh somebody posted (laughs) from area 51's actual account which i don't think they actually have an account but area 51's account it says um when planning on storming the you know the area 51 just remember do you know what it feels like to have a 50 cal on your skin (laughs) (laughs) dude i wish to god that was the truth i wish that was like legit because, yeah, no, no, you're not going to get in there. It's no, not going to happen. So as far as Area 51 goes, for me to like close this case, I don't think there's anything there anymore. I think okay. because it's been so popular, popularized for so long and in the spotlight for so long and such a mystery for so long, I think everything that was there has moved to a location that we'll probably ever never know because they're not going to let that well, happen again. That's what again. I was saying earlier. Like who's who? But but right. in saying that, though, playing devil's advocate here, then then why still the secrecy? Why not open the place up and say, look, guys, see, told you nothing was here specifically for a front because they want that to be the focus, so that people don't go looking elsewhere. You get what I'm saying? They want people digging around trying to find another spot. You believe in the Illuminati too, don't you? No, oh no, I don't. Honestly. You ever hear about this reptilian thing? The reptilian yeah, elite? Stupid. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Dude, I, w- I was going to like actually talk about that one today, which I guess I am now. But like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many ridiculous There's people things. that are actually reptiles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that are the elite in the, the ones that control everything. They're actually reptiles. It's like uh, the movie. Uh, yeah, I know. What was that? Enemy movie? Mine? No, not Enemy Mine. Um, oh, the one with Roddy Roddy Piper. Oh man, I don't know. Oh, that's gonna drive me crazy. Hey, did you guys hear about this the sequel though to this era this is Raid Area fifty one? You know, the next the next step in the the, the Oh oh I can't wait to hear. Are you ready? Yeah. So we're gonna throw bodies at Area fifty one until we get to the to the root of what's going on. The next step, the next mystery, the next legend that they want to Sam Sox. No. <laughs> that would be amazing. They they say let's they say let's storm the the Bermuda Triangle. It can't drown us all. Pretty that's, amazing. That's it's got over a hundred thousand. Now that one they could do, and the government wouldn't be involved and wouldn't cause a shitstorm. Yeah, to be honest, I wouldn't care at all. Like right. if you if you want to go and pack some floaties, I, I don't care on either. Look, I don't have a dog in this fight either way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not going to be there. And 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 let's just say, hypothetically, <laughs> severe hypotheticals here. If somebody happened to get in there and got past all the guards and all the security and all this, that, and the other thing, and they walked in there and they found something. He's that person's going to be dead within freaking two hours anyway. Absolutely. So 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 this whole thing is fruitless. And I think it, I think what's happening right now is that this is the biggest joke that they can pull right now. You know what I mean? Because people are like, oh, it's funny. I'm going to go. But there are you and I both know that there are going to be somebody who's going to be standing outside. there going, I bet I can make it. Yeah. And they will try. And how it's dealt with, I don't know. But I hope you don't do that. Getting back to closing yeah. the case, you know, so I I believe in Roswell for sure. I didn't before, but now I do. Um, And I think that Area 51, in my opinion, in my theory, I believe that it housed all the evidence and all everything that was found and recovered from Waswell. And that's 
that was the main hub or lab where they studied, duplicated, or okay. re whatever you want to call it, recreated it. Okay, and once and once they reverse engineered it and mastered it, and it was done. That's when I believe they moved everything out to somewhere else. That's that's my two cents. Okay, Riley, where are you at on this? I'm pretty sure I know, but go ahead. I think it's just weapons. I haven't watched the documentary, so I don't have the same zeal that Jeff has right now, which I do not. Zeal. I'm not putting that down. I respect it. Isn't that what you get when you like scratch the the uh, lemon? No, that's that zeal? veal at Olive Garden when you veal. Tell no, that's veal. That's different. That's veal zest. Is that what you're talking about? Zest. zest, zest, and peeled together is zeal. Thank you. I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. But no, I don't. I, I, I don't. I'm totally opposite of Jeff. I think it's all just the government being all weapons, smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I haven't watched it though, so I'm not going to put anyone down because once I watch it, I might be in the same boat as he is. But right now, from what I what I've been exposed to, I don't. I just think the government's being shady about stuff they don't want Russia or China to know about more than you know aliens or things of that nature. Right, and so that's because well, real quick, I just thought of if aliens came to us, wouldn't we be? light years ahead of China and Russia unless we were in cahoots with their governments as well. But they didn't, and that's the thing, and you'll see that in the documentary, is that they actually... They talk about that? They address that? Everybody that tried to split the atom and did split the atom, they visited, and they go back and they show actual photos of, like, Hitler with Nazi UFOs that he was developing and they were developing the same technology. So was there one crash in Roswell or were there multiple crashes all over the world at the same time? They didn't say anything about crashes because because earlier weren't you saying that the that or the documentary saying that the that the that the weapons and everything came from the Roswell incident, right? Right, but so, they were visited. So every they show a map and they it shows everywhere where they were splitting atoms at the time. You know, yeah, and that's where all of the reported sightings, people saying, "Oh, what the hell's that in the sky?" That doesn't, you know, that's when all all that happened, and it happened everywhere where they were splitting the atom in the world, basically. All right, so I just read something. So before I make my statement here, um, so the United States government has provided minimal information regarding Area 51. This is on their Wikipedia Wikipedia stage or page. Damn, dude, I'm like today. You're crazy, (laughs) man. You're crazy. The area surrounding the lake is permanently off limits to both civilian and normal military air traffic. So the the area around the lake. All right, security clearances are checked regularly. Cameras and weaponry are not allowed. Even military pirates, pi- pirates, <laughs> yar, <Military> pirates, <laughs> pilots training in the NFA, NAFR. Dude, I'm, I need a wow. nap. Yeah, it's bad, bad day. Sorry, folks. Um, risk disciplinary action if they stray into the exclusionary box surrounding Groom's airspace. Surveillance is supplemented using buried motion sensors. And Area 51 is a common destination for Janet Airline, a small fleet of passenger aircraft operated on behalf of the Air Force to transport military personnel, primarily from McCarran International Airport, which is what I'm assuming you're you talking about. You know they say Janet stands for? What? Uh, just another non-existent terminal. That's what they say it stands for, because Janet you're not supposed nasty. to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Janet, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> or Miss Jackson, if you yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's hilarious. I yeah, I, mean, I dude. Again, people are creating things out here. So what I'm saying, first and foremost, to all of you amazing people out there who may have actually you know contemplated doing this thing, don't do it. 
There's, there's, you're going to waste time. You're going to waste money. You're going to waste your efforts. Or if you do it, videotape it and and, uh, hashtag us in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, definitely tag us on anything, but, um, it's just one of those things that like, seriously, like I get the joke behind it. I get being involved in something like this, but if there are those of you out there that are actually contemplating going out there, just don't do it. I've actually been to that area. You're not getting in there now in saying that I believe obviously that there's something that they're hiding. There's not, not even hiding. There's something they're keeping secret for who knows what reason. It could be something that's uh, detrimental to, you know, the the human existence. It could be something that's detrimental to just one individual that's higher up in the government. It literally could be where freaking, I don't know, some higher up has all his old cars at and just doesn't want anyone to see them all. You know what I mean? Again, I mentioned earlier, it could be where they kept all the gold and stuff from World War II from the Nazis. Or it's a giant ball pit. Or it's a giant ball pit. That's for Trump. But aliens are ridiculous, guys. Huh? Aliens are ridiculous, guys. <laughs> I mean, a giant ball pit. That's probably what it is. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, is no, I don't. I haven't watched that that show you're talking about yet, that documentary, and I will do that. But I just don't. There is nothing convincing to me, and in, in everything I see on the opposite side of that, the, the the debunking of stuff makes just a it makes cognitive sense to me. You know what I mean? It makes more sense to me that this is as opposed to some big. Now, of course, if tomorrow aliens popped up, guess what? I'm going to be like, shit, I was way wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> but but until that happens, I'm going to watch your documentary. Um, we want to know what you think out there. We want to know if you've, uh, you know, if you plan on going to Area 51. Um, if you do, what are you taking with you? You taking weaponry? Are you taking food, water? Are you taking a camera? Hopefully. Anything that you are going to do if you're planning on going out to this thing, we would love to hear about. Um, we'd also like to hear your thoughts on whether or not this is actually a thing. If Area 51 is just, you know, a smokescreen for something stupid that the government's doing, like maybe working on a new plane that they don't want to know anyone to know about. Man, I'm bad, 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 bad. <laughs> it's a bad day. I'm sorry. Like, if they don't want people knowing about things, and maybe this is just where they do it at, maybe they've got some really high-tech you know, people in there from across the globe who are working on stuff. Um, you never know. You know what I mean? I mean, for all we know, it, it it could be anything. It literally could be anything. So we want to know what you guys think about it. And uh, we would love for you guys to go onto our Facebook page and like that. Go on to Instagram, like that as well. Go on to the midnighttrainpodcast.com. Subscribe on there so you can get that uh, really cool bonus footage that we have, or footage, bonus episodes, because we're going to be doing a couple different ones coming up here soon. Uh, we're going to be doing the Ouija board. Dun, Ouija. dun, dun, dun. We're actually going to be playing the Ouija board. And I got a few questions from people so far. Ooh. Yeah. Um, somebody literally wants me or wants us to ask how the world ends. Well, we all storm Area 51. <laughs> yeah. That's how it starts. <laughs> right, right. And wow, so yeah, it's cyclical, it's cyclical. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do one about the, uh, the, 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 the video footage you were talking about. And we're going to sit there and we're going to go through and we're going to talk about and do a bonus episode on one of my our favorite shows of all time, Stranger Things, which just finished up on season three and it was phenomenal and i I want to hear what people think about you know what you think is going to happen at stranger things but wait for the bonus content again do us a favor find us on spotify apple music um, (laughs) spreaker 
um, etc. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review because it does help out as it does every podcast you listen to. And um, yeah, on behalf of the Midnight Train Podcast and Area 51 where the aliens are, supposedly. Um, yeah. Jeff, anything to say? Uh, get yourself a shirt, first yes. of all. Because we have awesome merch. If you want to be sweet, you got to have the shirt. And if you're going to Air 51, wear the shirt. Wear the shirt. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Because if you get shot by a 50 cal, I want to see them on the news with our shirt. Yeah, I want to see a Bigfoot with an axe shirt with a bullet <laughs> hole in it. You <laughs> right. know? That would be pretty Absolutely. Gnarly. That'd be phenomenal. As long as it's a fire roll. Riley, anything to say? Do it. Do it. Yeah, Storm Area 51. I want, I want to know what happens. Okay, so Riley's just wanting to see what happens. All right. And me, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening again. We are the Midnight Train Podcast. Keep the lights off. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Later. <laughs>